We are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down as long as we are confident and you know. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Good morning. I'm going to start off with a little music. Good morning, everybody. I love this song, and it's so fitting. It's so fitting. Hopefully you know it. I went home with a waitress. Lawyers, guns, and money. Lock them all up. The way I always do. Good morning, everybody. How was I? Black Green Patriot, Laura Ann, Carol, Carol from Iowa, always in the chat. Somebody watched the ridiculous debates last night? I didn't. Send lawyers, guns, and money. All right. Dead, get me out of this. How? I'm the innocent bystander. Somehow I got stuck between a rock and a hard place, and I'm down. I'm down on my luck. Well, I'm down on my luck. I'm hiding in Honduras. It's a great song. So underrated. I'm a desperate man. Send lawyers, guns, and money. The shit has hit the fan. The shit has hit the fan. All right. All right. Enough of that. I just thought that was a fitting song. Good morning, everybody. Watch the Crowder live stream for a little bit. He, yeah. So it's funny you say that about uh, Stephen Crowder. We did um, my co-host James Curry on uh, one of our evening shows. We did the um, oh crap. Oh, it was the CNN town hall with uh, Trump and Caitlin Collins. That you know, not a very nice person. I think that's what he called her. So we decided, hey, you know what? We'll we'll live stream it, and we did. And all of a sudden, because apparently not a lot of people were live streaming that CNN uh, town hall, and all of a sudden our uh, our chats were filling up, and all these these people were coming into our stream, and everybody was saying in the chat that Stephen Crowder they were they all came from Crowder's live stream. We couldn't believe it. We talked hundreds of people poured in and left Crowder's stream, and then our stream came up recommended right after him on Rumble. And they, all they said was, all he did was talk, 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 so they couldn't hear the town hall. 
So we were watching it and we were like commenting a little bit here and there, but every time Steven Crowder does, whether it's a debate watch party or something, and he makes it into like a drinking game and he just talks the entire time. Steven Crowder loves to hear himself talk. He, that, that's the, there's no getting around that. He's decent. I actually, I don't like him as much as I used to. And I don't like him uh, that he got rid of Dave Landau because I thought he was a real uh, important part of the show, sitting third chair. And now whoever that other comedian is, I'm not a big fan. So I don't, I used to watch Crowder every day and then Dave Landau, him, they separated and it was like, ah, it's, it's just all right. But I am happy that Crowder is signed the contract with Rumble and all these big creators are signing contracts with Rumble because it's actually helped small shows like mine because now more so many more people came on and, and signed on to rumble so it helps the audience all around so that's that's the one good thing yeah he does that with every live stream he just talks and talks and talks so yep, hogs in the chat good morning i saw i thought i saw uh yeah jonathan allen's in the chat so i did not watch i was at a cigar event last night and I didn't even get a chance to watch the entire Tucker Trump interview. I was watching it at like one o'clock in the morning and I just, I couldn't stay awake anymore, but I did not. First of all, uh, the, oh, as of uh, like seven o'clock this morning, Eastern time, the Tucker Trump on Twitter interview had uh, over 150, uh, 150 million views. It was like 153 million views. I don't know what it's up to now, but, um, <clears throat> and then I, I on on YouTube, I think on the Daily Call or YouTube channel, it had like three hundred thousand views this morning. So obviously, more people tuned into that than they watched this ridiculous debate of a stage full of losers, Nikki Haley, the miserable ingrate that she is, who you know kissed Trump's ass and now told him you know telling everybody he's the most hated uh, um, individual in American politics, warmonger that she is. And Vivek, I was watching a couple of hot takes. You know what? I, I guess he he had a decent night, but I, I think he's just he's a snake oil salesman. Chris Christie's just a loser. Mike Pence, just all of them. And then that other guy, I forget his name, Bergman, whatever his name is, Bergman, Bergen. I don't even know. Nobody knows who he is. They're all losers. That none of them are even worth listening to. I don't care what policies they have. I, I don't care. <clears throat> I'm not even going to talk about what they were all saying at the debate. I, I don't care. The, <clears throat> the Tucker Trump thing, I think, was mast masterfully uh, planned. And, you know, you got all the news stations. that They're doing debate highlights this morning. Fox News bounced out all of the Trump surrogates out of the spin interview rooms after I, I Boomer Sweats Hannity was doing an interview with uh, – Ron DeSantis, 164 million as of now. All right, so that's a lot from uh, from earlier. It was it was one 164. It was 153 an uh, hour and 20 minutes ago. But and it'll just keep climbing. It's I mean it's great. I, you gotta you gotta love to see it. And while they're doing you know that, they're locking up. They're locking up everybody. Every you know what do, I just had the uh, where is it again? Hold on. I just had it up before. Is a mug shots of you know Trump legal team. You know this is uh, this is America now. This is uh, this is America. So if you question elections, if you contest elections, if you hire attorneys to fight elections, well they just lock up they just lock up the attorneys. They just lock you up. Just lock everybody up. Oh you. You question an election, straight to jail. Straight to jail. Some epic mug, 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 mug shots. Look at Rudy Giuliani, America's mayor. It's a damn shame. Unbelievable. Jenna Ellis, who I, you know, I don't, I've kind of dis, now despised Jenna Ellis. She, she's a Trump turncoat, but she doesn't deserve this. I, I, I love that she's smiling in a mug shot. I mean, uh, some people are, are have changed their mugshot to their profile pictures on social media, which I, I think is a great move. Of course, they'll try to just use that against them in court. Like, look, they're mocking the judicial system because of the, the judicial system <clears throat> is a mockery. 
They're arresting attorneys. This is what they're doing. They don't care. Uh, and today, right? Today, 45 will be showing up in Georgia. And it's going to be interesting how this unfolds. Uh, I hope that he does take a mugshot. <clears throat> it will be the the most iconic and infamous mugshot in American history on all levels. Forget Al Capone. Forget John Gotti. Forget any mugshot you've ever that's burned in your head for in American history and replace it with Donald Trump because that's what it's going to be. And it's going to be a massive fundraiser. And I can't wait. Laura Loomer is uh, in Georgia. I think, I don't know if she, it's early yet. So I, she's going to be starting doing live streaming today over there. And uh, they're going to have a peaceful rally. Uh, Donald Trump did retruth, I believe, Laura Loomer's um, rally that they're having. I think uh, some of the uh, Dilly meme team, I think Brendan Dilly's going to be there and quite a few others. Uh, yeah, I think it's a guaranteed win. And, you know, I had this conversation again with some people at Bedminster the other night. And I, I it sucks because he's, he's going to win the nomination. I just, I just feel like the RNC's got something up their sleeve that uh, some people know and are not talking about because they're in on it. And I'm, you know, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be a black pillar or conspiratorial or anything, but I, I just think they're going to, they're going to take one last shot at him politically uh, to see if they can get him off uh, either off the ballots state by state or disqualify him completely as the Republican nominee, which again, they do that. The, the Republican party, everything about it, it's, it's, it's no more, it's extinct. It, it, it just collapses. It burns to the ground figuratively. Nobody's saying to go out and burn anything. Although, if you wear a certain shirt and you do that, you'll probably make a lot of money. Because whatever city you decide to burn down, you just sue them and tell them you're oppressed and they'll, they'll settle with you for millions of dollars like some of these cities have done. Oh, anyway. So, all right. Fulton County, or we, got, we got the mug shots. Um... They released the booking photos. Uh, defendants turned themselves in. And all right, so let's just go into the article. Fulton County Sheriff's Office released the mugshots. Rudy Giuliani, other co-defendants, and district attorneys. Uh, Fanny Phony, Phony, Willis's case against former President Donald Trump. Uh, released the booking photos, 19 defendants. Uh, bail bondsman Scott Hall was the first of 19 defendants to turn himself in this week, followed by Trump attorney John Eastman. And uh, here's some more. And, uh, you know, it's it's crazy because a lot of these people got bail. I, I don't, I think, um, well, we know that Donald Trump, they have a agreed bond for him for 200000 which, again, it's just how, why you, you're, you're, uh, agreeing on bonds before you're arraigned. I don't know. I, I guess it, maybe it's different from place to place, but 200,000. Uh, John Eastman, um, Rudy Giuliani, Jenna Ellis, Sidney Powell. I think Sidney Powell got a $100,000 bond. I'm not sure what Jenna Ellis is. Uh, let's see. Okay, most of, most defendants have negotiated bond agreements with prosecutors ranging from 10000 to 200000 Trump and 18 others were indicted. Of course, the 98-page indi indictment. We know that. Um, White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, which I don't know. I don't think he's surrendered yet. They have until tomorrow, right? Today's Thursday. Tomorrow's Freedom Friday. They have until tomorrow to um, surrender. And of course, the Fulton County Sheriff, Pat Labatt, big, big Republican, a big, big Republican, listen to me, big Democrat, like all of them over in that area, Trump hater. And said that Trump would receive a mugshot, which would be the first mugshot that he would take in, in the in the four out of the four cases. The other ones they didn't take a mugshot, and they said, "Well, because he's so well known and everything else." But I'm wondering how this is going to work, like with uh, with Secret Service and stuff. Like, is Secret Service going to allow a mugshot? I, I don't think 
I don't think Donald Trump has a choice, and I don't think the sheriff in Fulton County has a choice. I think it's whatever the Secret Service is going to dictate they're going to do. Um, you know, he's been fingerprinted in the past in his other cases, so they'll probably fingerprint him. And I really, I just want, I want by this evening for Donald Trump's mugshot to be everywhere in mainstream media, to be on the cover of every newspaper, to be on the cover of magazines everywhere. The Trump team should have merch at least being printed no later than midnight tonight and online selling by tomorrow morning or not sooner because just Trump fundraising merch for the Trump campaign. And I will buy everything that they're selling with that mugshot on it. I will, you know how many, (laughs) how many people are going to have that framed? And it works both ways because you can hate Donald Trump and, and want this mugshot and have a framed picture of it whether you call it a man cave or put it on your dartboard or wherever it is to either say, yeah, screw that guy. Look at him. He got arrested mugshot. And me, I'm over here like, I'm going to frame it and probably put it on. I might get rid of George Washington behind me, this, this beautiful painting. I might take that down and just put that size of Donald Trump's mugshot up there. Just say, there he is, man. That's the guy. That's the guy I want back in the Oval Office. <sighs> anyway. So Rudy Giuliani, oh, here we go. All right, so Jenna Ellis, and listen, again, I, I do not like Jenna Ellis anymore. I feel like she's, she's just, she's on the DeSantis train. She turned her back on Trump. She grifted on Trump for so many years with her stupid, cringy podcast now that she has and syndicated radio show, failed attorney. And she was a never Trumper back in the day, but then Trump saw something in her and, and hired her and, I guess she, I don't know. I just, the whole, I'm, I'm a very loyal, loyal person. Friendships, business relationships, whatever it might be. I'm going to be loyal unless you're going to screw me. Like, I'm not going to screw you. Um, and, and it really, it kills me when, when you, when you see people that again, call it a grift. They they get these tremendous followings and they're making money and they're um, just getting that notoriety. And then they just turn on the person that made that happen for no good reason. Like that person didn't do anything bad to you. It's like you saw another shiny object and you're abandoning. It's like you got a new toy and you're taking that toy and, you, and now it's broken in the bottom of the toy chest. And that's, I think, what people like, Jenna Ellis and all of these big now DeSantis influencers did with Donald Trump. Donald Trump's the broken toy, the tarnished penny, whatever the hell you want to call it. And now they're going after this, what they, they see as a, as a, as a new a shiny new thing, which it's not, it's, it's, it's a losing proposition. Ron DeSantis, it's, it's hold out your hand and just take a giant saucy meatball and just hold it in your hand and walk around with it. That that's what you have now. Meatball. But Jenna Ellis is right in this where, you know, you're criminalizing the practice of law. So if now attorneys have to wonder, like, if I take a certain type of case, whether it's an election case, uh, I guess a lot of these constitutional uh, constitutional uh, attorneys, they may have to think again. Like, could I get in trouble if this is a politically charged case? Could I get in trouble if I'm not on the right side of politics because they have criminalized the practice of law because they've weaponized the judicial system on the federal level, on the state level, local level, and it happens everywhere. And she said, this prosecution is criminalizing the practice of law. I got to agree with her. She spoke, this is Breitbart. And she said, you know, here, uh, Ellis is described in the indictment as having appeared, spoken, and presented witnesses at meetings in Pennsylvania, Arizona, Michigan, and Georgia as having encouraged legislators to appoint alternate electors to the Electoral College and having written memoranda on the constitutional grounds for the vice president to reject the Electoral College votes of contested states, all of which they noted seem to be constitutionally protected actions 
with suggestion Ellis had partic- had participated in any conspiracy other than the Trump campaign. So they want to make this this whole thing like that's the RICO charge because they, as lawyers, uh, they set up meetings and phone calls and the whole fake elector thing is is nonsense because they they did it in was it Hawaii in the, I think in the sixties with with the Nixon Kennedy, you know they they nobody forged anything they weren't fake electors. They were hoping that Mike Pence was going to give it back to the states to at least look at it, and and if if the state the state certifications were contested and things like that, uh, yeah, it's 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 a shame, and I don't I don't know where. Here's the thing, too. You have so many um, in a case like this where you have all of these co-defendants. I don't know. I don't really know who any of these people are as far as what they're, how they are as a person. There's going to be weak links. And everybody's like, oh, well, who's going to rat? Well, one thing, there's nothing to rat on. So that's not the right word is who's going to rat. It's who's going to agree to lie to save their own skin. Just like they tried to do with Roger Stone, he wouldn't lie against Donald Trump. So they convicted him of lying to Congress and so like nonsense, process crimes, bullshit. Who who's gonna be the weak link here? People are already accusing it's gonna be uh or uh, assuming it's gonna Mark Meadows. Mark Meadows is gonna lie and sell Trump down the river to save his save his own ass. Um maybe Jenna Ellis, who has come like no loyalty to Trump at all, she is pretty publicly adamant about supporting uh, uh, Ron DeSantis, will she lie, even though, you know, she's the ultra-Christian values, it's all she talks about, will she lie to save her own ass and to save her law license? You know, a lot of these people have law licenses to protect. You know, I believe people like Rudy Giuliani will not take the road of, I will say whatever it is you want me to say as long as I get out of this. Yeah, who will bear false witness to Donald Trump, 100%. Maybe it would be Jebba. Maybe it would be Mark Meadows. I, 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 it's hard to say. I, I predict Jenna Ellis, the weak link, because there, she's young. She's an attorney. They're going to pressure and pressure and pressure her and say, look, you don't even like the guy. This is all you got to do. Just tell us. Put the pieces together for us. This is how we need it to work. And then, or whoever it might be, and they have to come to a decision. Do I save myself or do I actually do what's true and fight it? It's going to be, and that's in all of these cases. And I'm not saying that just because someone bears false witness and lies that it's going to work. I don't think it's going to work out of, it's going to be interesting how this trial goes because I don't see them being able to try like they the DA said when she's not going to be prosecuting it personally. They, there's no way that they could they can try 19 people at the same time. It's it, it's it's logistically impossible. But hey, I'd love to see them try because that will screw things up so much and maybe a better chance of just a mistrial just to screw them all. I want I want the people of Georgia to realize how much taxpayer money is being wasted here on on this this whole proceeding. It's going to be between the trials, the lockdowns of the courthouse, the cost of doing that, the media that 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 town uh, Fulton County is going to be uh, a circus, and and for what for for nonsense, but hey, this. Fanny Phony Willis is trying to make a name for herself. She's fundraising off of locking up Donald Trump. She's soliciting uh, Twitter followers uh, off of, of Donald Trump. You mean fabricate these pieces together and will donate to your eventual election bid? That could be that too. It could be that too. Like we can we can make or break you, you know, whatever it might be. Again, though, indict, 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 indict. As far as Donald Trump goes, this is all distraction because. Now, the big thing is, while this is going on and nobody's paying attention, like I mentioned, is it yesterday or the day before, you have Republican and Democrat 
lawyers that are parts of these organizations that are actively trying to get Donald Trump's name removed off the ballot in, in, in as many states as possible. They want to disqualify him under the 14th Amendment, insurrection, sedition, all things that he's not even charged with. They, Gavin Newsom, California, he's urging that that state, saying Donald Trump is not eligible to hold the office of presidency, of, of president, which is a lie. He, he's lying because Donald Trump is 100% eligible. There's nothing that's stopping him, even if convicted of everything. The 91 counts that he could get over 700 years for and the death penalty. Don't forget that. One of the, one of the charges uh, is you could get the death penalty. It's wild. But murderers and, and that area of, of, of Georgia, crime-ridden, I mean, you, it's crazy how you can commit so much crime not even get any, not get any bail. They just let you out. And here you have the former president of the United States, $200,000 bond, which he should pay in pennies. I'd have a truckload of pennies or, or nickels, or do a nickels, and just dump it. Here's his $200,000. I think it'd be great. So Rudy Giuliani went yesterday, which, uh, again, the guy who was United States Special Prosecutor for the uh, United States Federal Prosecutor for the Southern District of New York before he was mayor, who literally took down the mob, the Uniparty Master Plan, 100%, just strip him off the ballot. That's what I keep saying. That's what the Uniparty is doing. The Uniparty is attacking Donald Trump. That is the master plan. If they could get one swing state to remove him off the ballot, it's over. That like they will they will do it somewhere else. They will do it somewhere else. The RNC won't fight it. Obviously, Donald Trump will fight it. That'll be more legal fees because of the lawfare. And it wouldn't surprise me. I would believe if that happens at the RNC and that scumbag Rona McDaniels with all that Botox in her lips that makes her face look crooked is behind it. Or, and part of it, and even he, like, if, and I said it, if he wins the, and becomes, the, he's going to win the primaries, 100%. And when he does, is the RNC going to, here he is, he is our nominee, are they going to say, no, we're disqualifying you, and we're removing your names, or you, your names are being removed off ballots in however many states, you're not going to win on a write-in, so you can fight it in court. We're going to move forward, and, and you can fight it in court along with everything else. And then who knows? Again, it was, it was a flash in the pan. They spoke about it, and it hasn't been mentioned again that I saw. Are they going to do something to him in Arizona? Pig pile, Katie Hobbs, and her attorney general. Oh, we should look into prosecuting Donald Trump for questioning the election. And, and, and then maybe all of these other 18 co-defendants, whatever you want to call them, conspirators, whatever, bullshit. Giuliani issues warning. Oh, what happened there? There it goes. I hit the wrong button. Giuliani issues a warning to Marxist DA as he turns himself in at Fulton County Jail. I'm the same Rudy Giuliani that took down the mafia. He, imagine that. He's the same Rudy Giuliani that, I'll say single-handedly, his team, but he led it. He took down the mafia. And he's Italian. Every crime boss out there, they were... They were Reports of just uh, still people in organized crime uh, doing, yeah, celebrating that Rudy Giuliani is now charged with the same statute as Rudy Giuliani used against organized crime. So he, uh, he turned himself in yesterday. I have a video here. Rudy Giuliani was charged with 13 counts. Uh, one to three is the RICO solicitation of viol violation of oath by public officer, false statements and writings. Six or seven is solicitation of violation of oath of public officer, solicitation of violation of oath by public officer, all bullshit. Nine, conspiracy to commit uh, impersonating a public officer. Come on. Eleven, conspiracy to commit forgery in the first degree. 
And 13, conspiracy to commit false statements and writings. 15, conspiracy to commit false documents. Conspiracy, 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 commit forgery, first degree. Uh, Just violation, solicitation. Just stop. Oh, here they are. Here's all the... All, all the defendants here and what they're charged with. Uh, Rudy was charged with crimes for tweeting. This is what all this stems from. This is what all the conspiracy stuff is. For tweeting things, placing phone calls to election officials, and for claiming election workers are counting ballots after hours of public view in, in the State Farm arena, arena. So he's literally... And this is what most of them are, are charged with. It's, it's sending tweets... Mark Meadows, the chief of staff of the of the at the time sitting president, a government employee facilitating meetings and phone calls for the 45th president. He's in the uh, within his scope of, of, of work and job duties as chief of staff and as the president of the United States. Uh, these things allowed to be done. That's why Donald Trump, I wonder if his if his lawyers are going to say, hey, we have to pull this out of out of Georgia and send this to federal court. He was the sitting president. That's presidential uh privilege because he was president when this happened and these are things they tried to impeach him for and failed uh, here's the video on uh, on twitter let's uh let's check this out uh, to georgia and i'm feeling very very good about it because i feel like i'm defending the rights of all americans as i did so many times as a united states attorney people people like to say i'm different i'm the same rudy giuliani that took down the mafia made New York City the safest city in America, reduced crime more than any mayor in the history of any city, anywhere, and I'm fighting for justice. I have been from the first moment. I represented Donald Trump, and it's a man who has now been proven innocent several times. I don't know how many times he has to be proven innocent, and they have to be proven to be liars, actually enemies of our republic who are destroying rights, sacred rights. They're destroying my right to counsel, my right to be a lawyer. They're destroying his right to counsel. It's not accidental that they've indicted all his lawyers. Never heard of that before in America. All the lawyers indicted. Now, whether you dislike or you like Donald Trump, let me give you a warning. It's going to come for you. When the political winds shift, as they always do, let us pray that Republicans are more honest, more trustworthy, and more American than these people in charge of this government. Because if our government is conducted this way, and the system of justice is politicized and criminalized for politics, your rights are in jeopardy and your children's. Donald Trump told you this. They weren't just coming for him or me. Now they've indicted people in this case. I don't even know who they are. These are just regular people making a normal living. They're going to bankrupt them. Yeah, they're going to bankrupt them. They're going to destroy families, destroy lives, and they don't care because it's sending a message. It's sending a message. If 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 you're going to question elections, you're going to question what the deep state is doing, what the uniparty is doing. We're not only going to come after you, but we're going to come after your lawyers. We're going to indict your lawyers. And then just call it conspiracy. Rico. It's it's a, it's a, it's scary and, and but they also have to realize like they've set the precedence now. Anyone can do this now. So like Rudy Giuliani said the political winds always turn. They flip back and forth. Who's in power now? Listen, I don't want to see Republicans just blindly start indicting Democrats. There's never a win that way. There are Democrats that deserve it, that have broken laws, of course. It's not what I'm saying, but they have, they have set this up for you know, what's, what's how does this play out now? When, when we have the next Republican president and the next Republican attorney general are, are like right now, the Republicans are failing locally on the state level for not investigating anything as far as Hunter and Joe Biden of what they've done within their jurisdictions, which they have every right to do, and none of them are doing it. None of these red 
state or red city attorney generals who are elected, uh, district attorneys who are elected. None, none of them are doing anything as far as the Biden crime family, or it could be anything. It could be solicitation of a hooker in a state that Hunter Biden stayed at. It could be anything. It could be drugs. It could, it could be anything. And none of them are doing anything. Yep, lawyer intimidation. It is a, a 100 attack on the law, on attorneys, <clears throat> where, you know, you, when you, you know you have doctors that are afraid to prescribe certain things because of the liability and things like that. Now you're, you're more than ever, you will have attorneys being selective of the cases they take because they now have to uh, worry about getting persecuted and prosecuted as an attorney. Exactly. Good luck speaking out because if now you speak out and they come after you, if you if you're going to going to speak out politically and they come after you criminally or even civilly and then you need legal representation and all of this is going on, you might have lawyers like, I don't, I don't want to get involved. It's just easier for me not to get involved in this case as an attorney because I don't want them to come after me. This is, you know, tyrannical government. Like, this is the state talking. Like, you will not fall out of line. You will not fight us. And the moment you do, we will do what we can to throw you in jail. It'll be a matter of time before we just we just skip the trial altogether. I mean, what? Why? Why even bother? The way they have destroyed people's rights and trampled all over the Constitution of the United States. Why even bother have trials anymore? Just just go full full speed. The Constitution means nothing to these people, and it's being allowed. And that's <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I hear you there, hog man. I hear you. Only leaves one remedy, but you know what? Yeah. <clears throat> you can't speak it. You can't. And the problem is that remedy will fail miserably, unfortunately. And the the catastrophic effect of it I don't <sighs> We've, we've, the times we're living in right now are just, I hate that word, unprecedented. I hate it. I hate it. And there's got to be another word. <laughs> I just hate that word. It's unprecedented. The times we're living in. I guess we got to use it. Dare, no one, no one wants to say the word civil war. You know, what do we, what do we know about this, a civil war? You know, they're fighting amongst our own people, but it's, we're not. <sighs> It's it's 2023. Like, there's good. It, 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 nothing will be called a civil war. You'll have unrest. You'll have violence. You'll be labeled as domestic terrorists, and you'll be taken out. You'll either be killed in an act, or you're going to be jailed for the rest of your life. You know, we don't live in a society where it, it, uh, a, you could take all of the of the backwoods militias that exist in this country and they could all just stand up and yeah this is what this is what's happening people and you see it how long is it gonna last how long is it gonna last not long and they'll be piling up bodies they can just put my body in the right pile the ones that actually stood and gave it the old college try we're there already, though, by every definition, up to including people literally being killed for their political beliefs. I can't disagree. I can't disagree. You know, I think it's more informational now, but to to mo to the most degree. But you know, you're absolutely right. If you have a certain political belief and you speak out, and you're going to get the bear cat that ends up on your front lawn and flash grenades thrown into your window of old elderly obese people that may own guns and at one time could have been in shape to put a ghillie suit on and put together a sniper rifle and do something, but not now. And they're just going to be gunned down. And then we're not, and, and, and no one's going to say anything about it because, well, fuck you. That's why, because we're not going to, we're not giving you the information. 
and they've they've weaponized everything and that's it's just you know when you when you sit and you actually like start thinking about it and have that conversation with yourself like the what ifs and you know then you think about oh you have a family what's it going to be like for our kids now i have a 10 year old what's it's why it's like it this is this literally is the last battle you know the if you want to call it that where we need we we have to we have to recoup we have to recoup rights we have to recoup freedoms and 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 grab a hold of it where we know they can't take it and then get the right people to uphold that and and actually uphold their oath to the constitution with every single piece of shit elected official sitting there on Capitol Hill has violated all of them have violated their oath of office, every single one, some more than others. We the people still have the power. We outnumber them by an overwhelming number. That's a fact. That's a fact. But the other fact is we the people will not unite in that situation. I mean, there are people wearing masks all around me. Right now, I was out yesterday, and now that they, like, and my wife said it to me, she says, you know, because we, when they, now they're starting to talk, oh, new COVID variation, they're bringing back mask mandates in Rutgers University and, and Brown University and all this shit, New York hospitals and this, and TSA wants to bring them back for their employees possibly next month. And then my wife goes, you know, I've noticed the uptick of mask wear is around. And they never truly went away. We've you've always had those people that will continue to live in fear. A buddy of mine has a deli, and he said that he has customers still that won't leave his ha- their house since COVID. Older people that are still terrified of the air, and have not left their house, and will constantly have their food and groceries delivered because they're still afraid to leave their house. I think about the movie Patriot when William Wallace just wanted to be left alone. Yeah, Ru- Ruby Ridge, Waco. I mean, you know, granted that they might have been doing some some not so great things, especially with uh, in, with Waco. I mean, but to do what the government did, and what they'll do is anyone who wants to stand up, they're going to label us again as domestic terrorists, like. Uh, They'll say, oh, they're just a bunch of, you know, Tim McVeigh's, right? Tim McVeigh, that's the first name, Tim. They are the minority, but the majority, meaning we the people, to unite them in that aspect, on that level, I'd love to know the plan for that. I would love to know how that would even work and play out i don't know we have maybe a glimmer of good news in all of these indictments and shit and i just saw this and i didn't really see many people talking about it so that florida judge um trump appointed uh what was it uh cannon she kind of put the uh appears to uh what is it oh judge aileen cannon she went after Jack Smith for operating his uh, secret out-of-district fishing expedition grand jury on the uh, documents case, saying that, hey, you can't just go around, like, do this spray and pray. The case is in Florida. You're in D.C. Why are you setting up these grand juries investigating what my case is about? And, and she obviously does not like Jack Smith, but I also hear a lot of Supreme Court there's a few Supreme Court justices that do not like how Jack Smith practices law and that showing that there have been cases. I think he's had three overturns in the Supreme Court, Jack Smith, and one of them was unanimous. Was it the governor of Virginia? Newsflash, if we don't get Trump back in, they label us all terrorists anyways. And I agree, 100%, 100%. 
and it, and it's so many moving parts with that because again i say what is the rnc going to do or what are they doing behind the scenes and how many states if they are successful that's going to be the next thing indictment 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 trial dates trial dates law money <clears throat> campaigning oh shit in this state they're succeeding on taking them off the ballot no one's winning on a write-in so this is the kind of i don't know maybe you can call a glimmer of good news jack smith ends dc grand jury investigating trump's classified docs case after judge cannon rebukes him for operating out of district secret grand jury secret yeah you gotta love it because that's what he was doing and to be called out by an, <clears throat> another judge they need to start pulling these judges into congress some of them and lou gomert was a, a former congressman in texas uh was with it was with him at bedminster and he's the only one that asked on the record in the congressional hearing to merrick garland uh under oath and he said has any of these january 6th defendants been charged with insurrection Merrick Garland, you could tell he was a little stunned by the by the question, and he said, "No, I don't believe so." And you know, he went on to run for attorney general in Texas, but lost. And uh, he doesn't know what he's going to do. But you know, former lawyer, former judge, um, still still an attorney, and he's big with the the January Sixers and supporting the um, Patriot Freedom Project. Every time we have an event, he's there. Lou Gohmert from uh, Texas. And he said that they need to start. Cause we, I, uh, a friend of mine asked him during this conversation, can they start su- and sending subpoenas to judges and having them come in and congressional hearings and testify? And he said, yeah, absolutely. They can, they can subpoena judges to come in uh, congressional hearings and ask them questions uh, regarding maybe the way cases were handled and things like that. He said, there's a, you have to do it a certain way, but, um, you can do it. Yeah, Maui isn't, they already mass killing people. Maui is an example. Oh, speaking of Maui, really quick. Um, Nick uh, Sodor, the, um, the investigative journalist who's there, he put out a tweet. You know, we'll come back to this really quick. I saw it this morning. I wasn't going to bring it up, but hold on. So, you know, La, was it Lahaina, that part of the island that was affected by the fires? They're making it seem... Like Maui is is closed, and it's not. Here's the thing: the whole other side of the island. Realize that that whole island, everybody makes their living, sometimes two and three jobs, on tourism. And right now, apparently, it is dirt cheap to go there, and the entire other side of the island is open, and people are hoping that people will come and visit, because nobody's coming. Hotels are standing empty. Resorts are standing empty. Beaches are empty. Rental cars are not leaving parking lots because they're making it seem like Maui is closed and it's going to completely destroy the economy there. People are literally not working because here, they said 40, here we go. Let me bring this up. Now, I mean, Hold on. I, I had no desire ever to go to Hawaii anyway. It was, it was never in my thought process. People were like, I'd love to go to Hawaii. Well, if you want to go to Maui, now might be the time because it's open. It's that one side of the island that's not. And 40, yeah, 40% of Maui's economy is tourism. People are losing their livelihoods right now. And, and it's not like the entire island is burnt. It's not. The whole other side of the island, it, it, it's, it's beautiful. And he said, uh, so he goes, I don't know how many times this needs to be said, but guys, don't cancel your trips to Maui. People are like, oh, I go, Maui's gone. It all burnt up. We're going to cancel our trips. It's not. Maui is open. Only Lahaina is closed. Hotels are vacant. Flights are cheap. Beaches are totally empty. Thousands of rental cars are sitting in a field not being touched. And they're saying it's an amazing time to come. I've, this is Nick uh, sort of uh, putting this tweet out. I've spoken with people that weren't even directly impacted by the fire that have lost all of their income. Like, 
they did their houses are still standing. They weren't even affected by the fire, but now they have no job because nobody, nobody's coming. And you would think the mayor of Maui, that piece of shit, who, who's not saying, you know, how many kids are missing or what the real death toll is, would say, Maui is open. Like, you're the mayor. You, you need your city to thrive economically. Like, we're open. Come and enjoy our beaches and come and enjoy our resorts. We're still open. And to try to keep a piece of normalcy, a little bit of normalcy to your island, to your city, to your town, your village, whatever the hell you want to call it, for your constituents that are now out of jobs, it's like the island is shut down. So they're saying that the government narrative in the beginning was to say Maui is closed, and they it's a complete mistake because it's not. And people are messaging Nick Sorter saying, uh, asking, should we be canceling their trips as far out as February? And the answer is no. Go there and enjoy Hawaii. It's, it's beautiful if that's what you're into. But <clears throat> this, is, uh, this is a map of Maui. Just this one side is closed. The west side is closed for recovery. The whole other part of the island. While Lahaina is closed, Maui is still open. The areas of the island <clears throat> that were not physically impacted still need support. All of these people are out of work. Like, you, you ever wanted to go to Hawaii and enjoy the beaches? Apparently, everything is dirt cheap now. They're practically giving flights away, some of these airlines, and... They were saying you can rent a, a rental car as low as $9 a day right now. They're trying to get people to come and support the economy because people that were not affected in that area who don't now have no jobs to go to because just all of a sudden it's like we shut down. That's it. It was like by design. It's like it was what the government there wanted. And this mayor should be like, now he's open, man. We need your, we need your money. We, out, we, we function on tourism. That is our economy. We need you to come. And nobody's going. So maybe maybe it's time to take a trip to Hawaii. I have to talk to the wife. I never really wanted to go. Maybe I would. Flights are empty. This was this was actually a picture of Nick's flight on the way there, but this was early on. Flights flights are empty. He said uh, typically holds two hundred people. There were less than twenty. No, they under the assumption that everything is is, is closed, and it's not. So. Go to Hawaii. Bring your money. They need it. And these people are struggling now. So, all right, back to Jack Smith really quick. Jack Smith ends his grand jury investigation. Special counsel Jack Smith in a court filing on Tuesday revealed the D.C. grand jury hearing evidence in Trump's classified documents. Case has ended. They, they know they don't have any more cases anymore. He shouldn't be investigating because that case is in Florida now with that federal judge. Jack Smith used a D.C. grand jury and a radical Marxist Obama-appointed D.C. judge, Beryl Howell, in the classified documents case before quietly roving down to Florida to file the charges. Judge Beryl Howell ruled against Trump at every turn. In fact, Judge Howell previously ordered Trump's lawyer, Evan Cochran, to testify before a grand jury and special counsel Jack Smith's investigation into classified documents stored at Mar-a-Lago. Judge Howell flipped Trump's own lawyer, Eric Cochran, into a witness when she obliterated Trump's attorney-client privilege in a ruling. Earlier this month, Judge Aileen Cannon blasted Jack Smith for operating a secret out-of-district grand jury. Cannon rebuked Jack Smith in a blistering order, which was reviewed by the Gateway Pundit. Recall at, at, a last, recall at the last minute, Jack Smith impaneled a grand jury in Miami to indict Trump in Florida. Jack Smith had been using a grand jury in D.C. to investigate Trump's classified documents case. Out of nowhere, a Florida grand jury popped up and indicted Trump. Jack Smith indicted Trump on 37 federal counts in Miami in June. Trump was charged with 31 counts of willful retention of national defense information and six other process crimes stemming from his conversations with his lawyer. All bullshit. He was able to uh, have all of those documents because he was the president and declassified them along with one of his aides and as a co-conspirator, that guy, Will Nauta. Anyway, um, and then they hit him again with the three additional charges. Well, this lawyer is putting a stop to him doing anything else with a grand jury out of her jurisdiction because now she's the judge on the case, this Judge Cannon. So she demanded Jack Smith 
explain the legal proprietary in using an out-of-district grand jury proceeding to continue to investigate Trump and obviously all of his associates, saying, you can't do this. It's my case now. It's over. It was assigned to me. We're going through with it. That's why I believe this case is going to go absolutely nowhere. It, it, it's Even lawyers are saying, like, it's it's just on its face. It's garbage. So that's some good news. And Judge Cannon, as she is, has repeatedly put Jack Smith in check. Does not like him. Uh, she's obviously, they're not happy that she got the case either because she's a Trump appointed attorney. Um, in June, she, uh, this Judge Cannon, denied Jack Smith's motion to keep a list of 84 potential witnesses under seal in the classified documents case. They all, they want to keep everything sealed, they want to keep everything quiet. The judge said Jack Smith failed to explain why it was necessary to keep the names of the witnesses a secret because there's no reason to keep anything se- secret, especially to the American people when a sitting president and current presidential candidate is being indicted. The American people deserve to know everything, deserve to see everything. So they want to keep things secret. They want to hide things because they don't want us to see things because they know it's all bullshit. So... I was watching Dillian McGalifornia loves cigars yesterday and brought up Patriot Cigars. Are you a sponsor? Well, actually, Carol, I just uh, signed a, a sponsor deal with uh, Dilly, Brendan Dilly, uh, yesterday. So you will definitely start seeing Patriot Cigars being mentioned on the Dilly show. Yes, McGalifornia. Dilly has some of my cigars. He's bought some. Hogman in the chat is a big fan of Patriot Cigars. He has smoked some, and Miguelifornia is uh, getting his care package uh, probably in the next day or so. But the answer is yes, that I am now a sponsor of The Dilly Show, and that's going to be uh, – you'll be hearing it soon. We're just working out the particulars and ad reads and things like that. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Patriot, MyPatriotCigars.com. And actually, you can even do that. So – he has a promo code now. You can actually use promo code Dilly and get 25% off. Or you can use promo code MAGA 25% off. Really doesn't matter which one you use. But yes. Yes. MyPatriotCigars.com. Go there. Get some cigars. We're going to be proud sponsor of the Dilly Show. The Dilly Meme Team, which tonight at 8.30 p.m. Eastern because we're not going to do Freedom Friday tomorrow because James will be at the Reawaken Tour. We're going to do it tonight. We're going to do Freedom Thursday tonight, I believe. And I think we're going to do Memes of the Week, which are a lot of them are from the, the Dilly Meme team. I believe it's going to be tonight. But uh, if not, we'll be back next week in the evening. So I'm going to leave it there. It's, uh, I gotta, I'm determined to catch up on sleep. Last night was another almost sleepless night for me. A couple hours, but not enough sometimes I go through these ruts where like, I'm just, I can't, I can't make it happen. I can't get into, into a normal, uh, I have to like hit, hit the button and do a reset. And I'm hoping this weekend I can, I can get it together. But today's Thursday, tomorrow's Friday. I'll be back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern right here. Hit the follow, hit the thumbs up for me, please. If you can even go do me a big favor. Actually, a couple of people told me that they were unfollowed from the rumble page that they had to go back and refollow. So make sure you hit the follow if you're here. And if you go on my Rumble page and you see the list of videos, if you can and you take a minute and you want to do me this favor and just hit the thumbs up on every video that you haven't uh, liked yet because it really helps. I noticed the more hits on the thumbs up button really helps the video get seen in Rumble World. So please do that. Share this. Share the link to Rumble on your social media because like anything else, word of mouth and people seeing it, it helps grow podcasts and that would be a big help to me if you can do that. And you're also great coming here every morning. So if you can do that, that would be wonderful. Tell your friends. Um, And still, Kung Fu Brian, it's been over a week, almost two weeks that he has not been in the chat in any of the shows. And he was here since day one and in the night shows, at the morning shows, he was sick. He was the one who had the heart surgery. They had to do CPR on him. Last I knew he was in a step-down unit. I'm still thinking about him. I'm hoping that he just pops up one day and just says, hey, I was really sick. 
but it's a little concerning. It's been a long time since Kung Fu Brian has been in the chat, and he was one of the first ones every morning. Oh, it's another great MAGA morning from Kentucky, and he would say what the weather was, and uh, he hasn't been here. So, Kung Fu Brian, we need you back. I hope you're all well. All right, everybody, listen. Have a great Thursday. Uh, I'll definitely be back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern. As always, MAGA hat stays on. We'll see you later. Mm -hmm.